Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. Welcome back. 101. That's crazy. Um, so I asked on social media, um, are some of our social media platforms, you know, in, in honor of our hundredth, what were some of your favorite episodes? And we got some great responses, you know, some of the folks, you know, said that they loved, um, the ghost train and Mm -hmm. Broughton and we had folks who said they loved, you know, uh, death and scandal and just, you know, I really appreciate that. And come to find out a lot of people really are engaged with our ghost stories. I know, which always surprises me because I'm always kind of like, well, did y'all come here for murder or are you cool with the, (laughs) because I love the ghost stories. I do too. But I'm always like, okay, I can't do a ghost story every week. I know, and I, I think that too, like, oh gosh, they're probably like, ugh, another ghost story. But come to find out, people really like they those. Do. So thanks. Thanks for reaching out. And didn't you say we got some emails? We did. I just pulled um, a couple of them up. I'll go through two of them real quick. Um, one was from our friend Doug. Hey, Doug. Doug, who um, said that he's been with us since like episode three or four. And first off, I would like to apologize. <laughs> so sorry Doug and you had to hear all that um but thanks for sticking with us that was the the one microphone day the early days that Um, was um when your dog was like a baby a baby and like whimpering and making Uh noise and your cats were scaring me and yeah and the heat in the apartment Mm -hmm. that I rented um because it was anxious that would kick on and kick on sound like we were being shot that was the whole thing. We've um, come a long way, baby. We have. So we now thanks, have Doug. two microphones. We yes. still have zip ties. But we have um, some advancements. I mean, now we have earphones so we can actually hear ourselves. Yes. We, we've worked on a lot of those audio issues. So thanks, yes. Doug. Um, the other one I wanted to mention was from Heather, who sent me a us not just me i'm just the one that responds to them just um, just Haley. i just res- i just respond to the emails i um, respond to the social media yes side. i can't handle that <laughs> it stresses <laughs> me out so holly handles that um she sent a lovely email she and her husband took a tour of the trans allegheny lunatic asylum they did the haunted tour um last halloween and she sent all these pictures and I'm showing them to Holly now. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. And she sent in her email that apparently, and something I don't think we covered in the story was that they're like doppelgangers there. What? So like the weird phenomenon where you see like an exact replica of a person, yeah. but it's not actually them. And that really just freaked me out <laughs> really bad. And I told her that when I responded. Um, and Heather, I, I'm currently looking at these photos. I mean, just looking at, um, all the pictures, excuse me, all the photos with the dolls and stuffed animals. So my question to you, Heather, is, um, 
Is that something that happens that you're supposed to bring dolls or stuffed animals to appease some of these spirits? I know, especially, I believe, wasn't it that young boy who had um, a developmental delay and was killed by the inmate? I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think that was that story. Oh, my gosh. But she said the tour guides there had just, like, amazing stories and were awesome. And I was like, what a cool job. Okay. I think we, we have to go. go. We, we have, have to. It's so close to Halloween. It's we I have mean, to go. We have like a month-ish, month and a half. We have to go. I think we do. Um, Heather, um, meet us there because you've been, so we can just follow you there. So it's it's September first right now. So mm-hmm. you know, basically, we've got sixty days. Mm-hmm. And I think we could plan it. I think we could. I think we could do it. Um, yeah, that's the two emails I wanted to like really that's touch awesome. on because I thought they were super cool. Um, and just like the fact, I still can't get over the fact that Doug's been with us since episode three and is still here. Just really, Doug, Doug can't quit. I was us. like, our moms aren't even here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about my mother. She says, I, I listen when I fold clothes. That just tells you how much she folds clothes because she's still in an episode that aired last i think she said last july of 21 i love that's that how far behind she is so <laughs> it says that also her laundry is piling up mm, yeah but Same. on a on a happy note um i took my son to the pediatrician today yeah. and i he, you know he had some shots and and um, the doctor said gosh i hope he doesn't stay up all night crying and i said well i hope not because i've got to record my podcast and he said podcast and he actually wrote it down um so yeah hopefully he'll listen that's awesome hey doc what's up (laughs) yes and my i have so i'm working we just started school back this week the school that i work in and whoever decided that school should start back on a monday like right out the gate like get five days in is a crazy person (laughs) because i'm dying and that's like the kids are dying i'm dying it's just everybody at the end of the day today, there was a group of us that were sitting there. We'd gotten everybody on the buses and out the door and like all everybody was gone. There's a huge football game apparently going on and I am not there. I am here. Hope y'all did well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we all just like collective, there was like a collective sigh and our new principal walked through. And at that point we all just like, burst into applause of like of surviving the week and like then we're all crying and just like exhausted tears and just uh it's very cathartic yeah but um great and wonderful and i'm really excited about the, the year ahead i think it's gonna be great but I'm exhausted. All that to say, I ran into my friend, Megan, who listens, and she was telling me, she walks in my office, she works in a different school, because I'm in a different school this year, but she was up on my campus and walked in to my office randomly, and it's like, so how was your move? And I'm like, I don't think I told you I was moving. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I stalked you on the podcast. You know, Megan. So, Megan, you're welcome. That's slightly creepy, Megan, but at the same time, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just, it made me feel like a crazy person for a solid, like, 30 seconds. I'm like, when did we have this conversation? See, the thing is, though, I mean, our listeners are essentially our friends. Like, you know, they know about our lives. Mm-hmm. They, you know. You are all Megan to me. <laughs> I feel like that's a song. I know. <laughs> 
every Megan in the world to me. Okay. We're exhausted. What's, anyway. What's this week's episode? Um, this week's episode, we are going to Charleston, West Virginia. Nice. Which is, you lived near there, right? No, I lived in Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah. yeah. I'm just Megan's from West Virginia. <laughs> what up? <laughs> this one's for you. Um, so this is a crazy tale that it's not even a mystery, really. I mean, kind of is, but I just thought it was fascinating and wild and really, I'd never heard of it. And I thought you all needed to also enjoy this story. So this is the West Virginia pot plane crash. As in reefer, as in marijuana, Mm -hmm. as in Mary Jane. As in grass. Nice. Yes. <laughs> As the kids say these days. Is that what the kids are calling I it? I don't these know. Days? I have to, I can't keep up on the See, lingo. See, in my day we always just called it weed. I think that's still accurate, but they all yeah. have names for things that I get very confused. Well, in grass, that's like in my parents' generation. You know, they're I think like, it's yeah, coming it's... back though. Oh. Okay. Listen, the whole like 80s style and 90s fashion styles are coming back around. It is true. But by the way, I wore a lot of platforms, shoes in the late 90s. Not kidding. And I've noticed that they're coming back. I love them. I just have too weak of ankles to wear them. My ankles just snap off. I think about it now. And I think about in high school, I had these shoes and I felt like. You know, Fred Munster. There's like, yes. you know, okay, there's like yes. really high shoes. And I was like, clop, clop. And they were freaking heavy. And I was like, God, I'm so trendy. <laughs> and I was with my um, oh, flare leg jeans. I love and, it. Yeah. I know the students that I like, that I, I see some and I get to stand in the hallway and like watch like them go to class in the morning and like you know great people and I'm always like complimenting the kids with the really like alternative like styles and outfits because I just think that's so cool like the fashion's so cool like I just love it I love everything about it and yet you did not compliment my mom ensemble today listen I went so it was jeans day at work today so I had jeans on and a shirt and I got so many compliments on my shirt because it's a school shirt and I didn't have any school shirts. I found this one at the Goodwill. I love that. And I was thrilled about it. I my t-shirt love that 100%. Under my sweatshirt. Um, anyway, now that we've gotten 18 emails about how we're talking too much. That usually happens. That's fine. You've made it. If you're this far, if you've made it to 101, you know what we are. You and know how you this goes. Welcome. Welcome to it. Anyway. Okay. All right. Sorry. Taking it back. 1979. Year my what? house was built great year yeah it really was yeah yeah um a little after midnight on june 6th of 1979 a douglas dc-6 cargo plane crashed in charleston west virginia it was attempting to land at the old kenawa 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 airport um, which is apparently now known as the jaeger airport not like jaeger not like Jägermeister. Right, but like yeah. Jäger. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the plane, uh, which was apparently a little too big for that airport at the time, was overloaded and it was not able to stop on time. And I've heard a couple of different things. It's like, no, the plane was, you know, it could have landed, but it dropped off the side of the runway and then had to come back up and didn't have enough time. 
Others say that it bounced, like it hit the runway and kind of bounced back up. Just something went. So were there passengers on this plane? There's four or five people on this plane. Okay, but mostly cargo. It's mostly cargo. Yes. So it ended up crashing over the hillside at the end of the runway. So I guess like the runway, and then there was like a pretty big hill situation at the end of it. When authorities arrived at the crash site, they discovered that the plane was carrying around 20,000 pounds of marijuana. (laughs) 20,000 pounds. And you know when you think cargo plane. You know, what really comes to mind? You know, maybe... I don't know, food or I'm thinking like mail, like the big mail mail planes. Exactly, exactly. And that's probably what they were thinking. Like, land's sakes, we've lost, you know, some mail. (laughs) And the the U.S. Postal Service. (laughs) Some packages, it's very important. Why are they British? (laughs) Oh, well, it could be. (laughs) Why are they British? That's what weed does to them. Oh no! Okay. Anyway, so so no, but you know, can you imagine the surprise when they're like, "Let's you know go and and look," and it's no, it's it's not male, mm-hmm. it's reefer. Right, right, right. It's the Mary Jane. It is. It it, it was twenty four seven. So the smoking the crew on the plane. <laughs> you think they said, "Man, this is dope." I hope so. God, I hope I so. I really hope so, too. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, this crew was made up of, obviously, drug smugglers. Um, really? Coming from South America. That's kind of where they oh, were Oh, okay. So from. that should have been your first clue. Yeah. Um, with 20,000 pounds of marijuana, it was um, a little bit too much for an evidence room. So they couldn't, like load it all up and take it to the evidence room um so the feds came in and they decided you know hey we'll just burn all of it on this hillside i guess so the newspaper interviewed a was anna marie smith who lived nearby and she talked about you know how awful the smell was of them burning it all the time right um and then they Asked her about, you know, how things had been on the street um, that she lived on, like, below the hillside. They're like, how's, how are things on the street down here? That can take a whole another connotation. It's like, so, how are things on the street? Right, right. Well, I was, I got a contact high from the reefer that was being burned on the mountain. That's pretty much what she said. Oh, God. Um, She said... Well, all of a sudden, everybody's really calm, and they're just laughing and talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mellow like jello. Yep. And it said that they started calling her road Happy Holler. Oh, yeah. And I love that. And and suddenly, a lot of, you know, maybe like they were having some back trouble. Mm-hmm. They were having, you know, they were paying mm-hmm. in a little bit. But suddenly, they're like, man. Right? I feel really good. Right? Yep. Um, there were also rumors about the seeds from the plants that, you know, they fell when all this stuff fell, the seeds came out too, um, started to grow up on the hillside (laughs) beside the airport. (laughs) So there's just a wild marijuana growing rampant. Um, authorities (laughs) supposedly tried to kill the plants with diesel fuel. Um, but some of the locals said, you know, that didn't work and that (laughs) residents just began to collect 
the wild marijuana. Um, another article that I read <laughs> said that when the plane crashed, all the bail, because it was in bales, I mean, mm-hmm. so they just like started rolling out of the plane and were bursting apart. And they said it was like watching ants go up the hill because there were so many people like running to get this weed. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, free weed. Well, I, I mean, mean, what else are you supposed to do? And, you know, honestly, who wouldn't? In a way. Now, <laughs> admittedly, it was illegal. And, right. you know, in many states now, it's still illegal mm-hmm. unless, you know, some states you can just get it medicinally or whatever. But I digress. So if it's like free and you're going to have to burn it anyway to right. get rid of it, why don't just say like all right you know like get your weed you know get out of here get get your weed be happy go on yeah you know like it's not the worst thing ever it's not it's not terrible um here's a little song (laughs) don't worry be happy and they were for for a while (laughs) can you imagine um flying into that airport and you're like johnny what is that and they're like I don't know. Mary looks like weed to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's still like, it's still out there. I bet not. I bet like it's all been. I've it's thought about this. I, I don't know. 43 years. It may be really good. <laughs> Is a- it like wine? where like, <laughs> it's like age to perfection. I don't think that's how the weed works. <laughs> I'm really educated about these things. <laughs> I, was say, I don't know a whole Is lot, it, but. You know, like, mmm. This is really fine weed. Ah, oh, yes. It's a perfect age. Oh, mm, 79. <laughs> what a great year. Oh, my God. No? Okay. I don't well, think so. I, I know. I recognize it's a plant. Good. Yeah, right. You know, it's fine. But yeah. I really think that this is when we go to the Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, mm-hmm. like, we could go. We could go by this airport. <laughs> we could fly in. We could fly in Fly there. in there. You know, make sure we're nice and calm for what we're about to experience. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I mean, it's not, not a bad the worst idea. thing. <laughs> For those who live in the area, is let it still snow. there? Let us know. Yeah. This is still a thing. Um, so, one of the reasons that the smugglers came to West Virginia, other than, you know, the, the fact that they thought that they could easily fly in there, because <laughs> it's 79, it's pre 9 11. They're like a small airport, you know, we can fly in at night. Mm-hmm. No, not going to be a lot of security there. All as well. Well, it turns out they had somebody waiting on them to, like, get the drugs and then go distribute it. Obviously. One of those people was a uh, Mr. Leon Gast. Does that name sound familiar to you at all? Yes, but... Okay, so I feel like this name came from, like, Pennsylvania or something. I think so, yes. Wasn't he a guy who went on a rampage and murdered a lot? <laughs> No. No. Okay. Wrong no. Leon. Sorry. Wrong. No, there, I know. That was my ex husband. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Wrong no. Leon. This is Leon Gast. He was a filmmaker. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry, dude. <laughs> so he was waiting with a rental truck to collect these drugs. Um, he was apparently trying to run the drugs to finance a movie about Rumble in the Jungle which was the legendary fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman and Zaire in 1990-something. I don't know. I haven't 
It says, what I wrote here is 194, and that's not right. <laughs> So whatever that year is, um, that's what they were doing. Well, maybe 84. No, it'd have no, to be before 74. that. 74 or something. I 74, don't know. 64. Um, I don't know. Rumble in the jungle, jungle, I totally thought was something else. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know much about fighting. Um, I don't either. So I, I thought, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe, you know, stay out of the woods, the jungle, all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, so he was trying to, you know, fund that movie. Fund his movie right. by selling drugs. Right. Well, that's Might really as well. on the up and up. Um, so he was convicted on these drug smuggling <laughs> charges. Yeah, I would say. But when he got out of prison, he went on to make the movie When We Were Kings, which won an Academy Award in 1996. When We Were Kings. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I've, I've heard of it. Like the name sounds familiar to me, but apparently it won an Academy Award, so he's like a, like a dude, like a. Um, was that a documentary or I, I ask because in 1996 the Best Picture winner was actually um, the English Patient. Yeah, I don't know what he won it for. It just said he won it. I watched Award. every year from 1990 all the way. Until it got super boring and I stopped watching. Oh, yeah. It's about Muhammad Ali. What did it win? It was documentary. It was documentary. documentary. Okay. So it's the same one that he was funding. Okay. Yeah. So it went on. He did it on the up and up. He did it on the up and up. And then he went and it won. What did it win? Hang on. We're asking the Google. It's all right. Haley will ask. I will. It won the Academy Award for Best Documentary. Nice. So, the more you know. All right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In 2021, Jerome Lill, who is the last surviving member of the smuggling team, gave his first TV interview. And he actually returned to the site to tell his story so everybody survived this plane crash everybody survived okay um and then he now you know they've all passed and you know are dead now except for him wow but and not in the plane crash (laughs) but he's one of the the last or he is the last surviving member um in 2021 he grew up in detroit michigan and got involved in the marijuana trade um somehow ended up crossing paths with pablo escobar Whoa. So, um, this infamous trip to Charleston, West Virginia, actually started out in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the plane took off around 5 a.m. on June 5th, 1979, and it made a short stop in Columbia before going on to crash in West Virginia. The plane was loaded, you know, this is all his story that he's telling. He said the plane was loaded with about 26,000 pounds of marijuana bales. Whoa. He said they had planned out to look for a small airport they could land at night and be um, in a more central area to reach places like Ohio and New York so that they could you know, move the product pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made the Kennewa Airport kind of perfect. In West Virginia? Definitely. Lil says that the crash was caused by the hydraulics in the plane. Um, He said they started to veer off the right side of the runway, but the pilot was able to get it back on. And once they got to the end of the runway, um, they still weren't stopped. 
enough, so they ended up crashing. Wow. So, um, Will says that once they landed, he and the three others on board started running. Like, everybody was pretty injured from this plane crash. But also didn't want to get caught. Right, so they just took off running. (laughs) And Lil says, and I just the image of this in my head is hilarious. Um, Lil says that he remembers the bales of marijuana rolling down the hill and hitting him while he was running. They see me rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Um, wait a minute. Rolling marijuana? uh Listen, the pun just just stays with you. It doesn't stop. No, it didn't stop. It just kept rolling. (laughs) It kept rolling. (laughs) Um, He says that he ran for about seven hours. What? And I'm sorry. I don't do any activity for seven hours. Sleeping, uh, maybe, not even that. I can't even do that successfully for seven hours. Breathing, I guess. Absolutely, let's hope <laughs> so. Do that. Um, living, living. Um, but like seven hours. Imagine just walking for seven hours. And straight. he was injured. Like, where did he? How? Where did he get to? Well, apparently not far, because um, <laughs> he was captured. Seven hours, though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Robert Hera, who lived in the area, said that there were bales of marijuana that rolled off the hill and landed in like ditches on the sides of roads. Um, he said that marijuana ended up growing in the gutters on his aunt's house. <laughs> like, this is just growing everywhere. Imagine that she's like, well, time to get the gutters cleaned. And then she goes up there and she's like... There's a little song Like, I mean, she's just, like, suddenly so mellow. And she's oh like, God. you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to lay in in the grass and just, like, hang out and right? get a suntan. That's all you need. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he said that, you know, there were people everywhere going up the hillside to get the pot, which, yep. obviously. The ants. Obviously. Um, Lil served about two years in prison before he was released. Uh, but he did end up back in prison due to smuggling again sometimes we just don't learn our no lesson. but and, and we're talking federal prison too. yeah that's like big that's like big boy prison. that's big boy prison that's big yeah boy prison. that's yeah. not like small town prison exactly that's not like west virginia prison yeah Which, or any other state prison it right. is it's yeah it's a big that's deal. like big big federal prison mm-hmm. however west virginia you don't seem to have a great track record with your prisons with the trans allegheny well asylum. that was that wasn't a prison that was a mental Listen. institution I'm trying I mean, to help. Six of one. <laughs> I'm trying to help you differentiate. Gotcha. And I by the way, that. West Virginia, we do love you. We do. We do. You're just, you're so special to us. We love you so much. And all your pop plants. We're coming. <laughs> we'll be there soon. They're going to kick us out. We're going to get a letter from like the governor that's like, please don't come here. Anyway. Um, I've already gotten it. You oh, haven't gotten yours? No. No, I got it. I no. read it. It said, Dearest Holly. We it's don't. A, it, 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 was, it was the typical shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know how, so a shit sandwich, I've talked about this before, yes. starts out with something positive, and then the meat of it is usually like, don't do this, or you you suck, and then the end of it's positive. So it was like, Dearest Holly, you know, um, Thank you so much for reporting on our area. It's, you know, been lovely to hear. And then the middle part was, I understand that you would like to come to our um, lovely state. And with kindest regards, we ask that you uh, restrain yourself. (laughs) 
and and bypass us. Maybe go to Pennsylvania, maybe go elsewhere, don't come here. Again, thank you so much for your kind words on our behalf. Love, you know, the governor. Of West Virginia. Of West Virginia. <laughs> Whoever you are. Whoever you are. I got that. So I love that. Yeah. And so yours that. should be coming soon Listen, because it wasn't just me. We pick on all states equally. It's not just you, West Virginia. Have you heard how we talk about our own state? Right. Have you heard how we talk about Tennessee? God bless you, Tennessee. We love you so much. We love everybody. We love you all. Anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, marijuana. Marijuana. Yep. Have we been smoking? <laughs> No, because no. we're not chill. No, we're not. That's a rule. Uh, okay, so back to this this guy, Lil. He now lives in Florida and is sober. Good. He wrote a book called Final Approach. Gonna have to read it. I really want to because he talks about his life as a drug smuggler, the crash, but also about how he got clean and like found redemption. I gotta tell you, one of my favorite shows back in the day, and you all may know the show, it was called Locked Up Abroad. What? Yeah. And it was about drug smugglers who ended up getting caught and, like, doing time in these foreign prisons and what it was like. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at least he was in the U.S. in prison, which was vastly different. Um, But anyway, I digress. So, I would love to read this book. I really want to as well. It's on my list. Um, He... Plans to donate all the proceeds, like 100% of the proceeds, from his book to help fight um, the drug crisis, and specifically in West Virginia. That's amazing. Which I think is so cool. I appreciate that he's, you know, using the things that happened to him in his life to, like, help others and better others. And, like, what an an appropriate (laughs) cause (laughs) for him to, like, be involved in. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it is. So cool. So definitely check out that book. Um, I got most of my information for this article. Did not save the sources on here. That's all right. It'll be in our show notes. Um, But it was a lovely article written, I think, by like a West Virginia, like public broadcasting Hmm. site um, that has some awesome stories on it i just was like scrolling through like not necessarily related to mystery or murder or anything like that but just like really cool like info like info i really like that i feel like you're gonna have to share that with me it was really cool so definitely check them out um i'll have it linked for sure in our notes um and if i can find a link to where you can buy his book i'll do that too that's great because i really want to also purchase it called me mellow yellow (laughs) No, okay. Um, No, I'm not. But that's my story for the week. Mm. Kind of a short one, but I just thought it was way too interesting not to The images of, like, rolling weed just, like, and they're like, oh, my God, it's not stopping. It just keeps going. It's, like, just keeps going. And then the idea that it's in people's gutters and, like, just growing randomly you know mm-hmm. i i cannot imagine how many people were like hot damn yeah that's a good day free. yeah good day it's a really good day <laughs> um and depending on how much you're able to ascertain like how many how much you're able to grab like get it's probably a good week maybe a month maybe we don't know month. i don't know how, how maybe much? there are still people out there who's like yeah i'm still feeling the good vibes only 
<laughs> I have a shirt that says that. Not from the 1979 weed. Again, if vintage weed, not last that long. It would be dust. Everybody's like, you smell like an old skunk. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's it. I really, ooh, that one's really cool. It was just I like fun. it. I felt like we needed kind of a lighthearted, um, <laughs> fun tale. No one died, you know. This lovely story no for hire. about this man who, you know, got out of the drug smuggling. And nobody trade, died, right? That we know and about. And I'm guessing the other men did like similar short terms in prison yeah. as well yeah, yeah like yeah. two years i think so i think yeah. everybody kind of got a little bit different sentence but i think it was all probably around two years Just a couple of years yeah yeah wow but holy schmoly i don't know what happened to the other guys um i hope uh, they have since passed and i'm sure maybe in the book he goes into that yeah. um but yeah definitely whoa. read that book that's nuts yeah i love it yeah i think it's so cool <laughs> so that's um our tale for episode 101 i love it i love it we're back yes I feel like we we've been it's only been a week but i feel like we've been gone for so long i feel like we've been gone for like a month or something it's crazy well you know a lot of life happens um especially when Haley's, you know <laughs> strung out on weed <laughs> And <laughs> I do not smoke weed. Um, my employer, if you're listening, I do, no, I, I can do attest. No drugs. I can attest. She does I not. I do no drugs. No, neither do I. You can random drug test me. It'll be clean, I Ain't promise. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let's be honest. Um, I say, say no to drugs, kids. You know, actually, the the thing that I use to get around is caffeine. Mm-hmm. So if you caffeine test me, we're going to have a problem. Yes. <laughs> say no to drugs unless it's legal in your state and then exactly. do whatever you want. Um... But it's not legal exactly. in our state. No, right now, the thing so. that, like I said, I'm I'm guilty of a big old cup of coffee. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I was so busy at work today that I did not even get to finish my coffee. That's the saddest thing. It I've was ever awful, heard, really. and I rolled into my office. I finally got back in my office at like one thirty. It's cold, and it was cold and awful. And mm-hmm. I looked at it, and I thought about it, and then I dumped it out, and it was real sad. You know, my good friend, um, she just always microwaves it. Like, she'll come to my house. She she just, you know, we've been friends for years. So she'll just come and, you know, make herself coffee. And, you know, we'll chit-chat or chase our kids. And then she's like, oh, let me refresh. And she just sticks it in the microwave. I love that. Yeah. This one was too far gone. It's too Aww. far gone. May it rest in peace. It, yep, right down the sink. That's and so sad. Because you probably paid money for it. I did not. I made it at my house. Oh, okay. Well, good. Good. Yep. Good. Yep. Not wasted. Nope okay well we will we, uh, uh we gotta do some shot uh, oh, you know a location sure shout out. while do. you're while Haley is looking for that i am going to tell you how to get into contact with us i'm sure so, we'll hear all about it so <laughs> okay <I'm> sorry <laughs> well Haley will get that because she gets all the emails I do. I do the social media which people tend to be a lot nicer to us via social media that's so strange to me yeah, well, maybe they just like me better. I think that's it. Um, it's not true. No, nobody <laughs> likes me. All right. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to contact us, and I'm sure we've made it worth your while, um, you can do so by emailing Haley at... <laughs> <laughs> me specifically. 
<laughs> email me at my work email. <laughs> <laughs> it's Haley.Haley. No, okay. Um, it, you can email us at mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. You can find us on Instagram at mountainmysteries.appalachia. And last but not least, if you're looking for a real good time, you can catch us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mountain mysteries. And we actually had a new Patreon member join us in the last week or so. You did not tell I me that. I did not tell you that. Really it doesn't keeps, tell me listen, anything. It keeps slipping my mind. Um, Heather. <laughs> Heather, our, thank you. Our, our Is Heather. that our friend Heather who reached out to us via so. um, social media? I believe so. Yes. Oh, yes. Heather, thank you so it much. It sure is. You rock. We love you. You're, you're great. I had to look because she has a very unique last name, which yes, I does. won't say on no, the no, podcast. No, 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 no. But it is a unique last name. And so I was like, why do I know that name? And I'm like, oh, she's emailed us before. I was actually trying to pronounce it to myself the other day when, when I was responding to her on Facebook. Listen, so. Heather, if you can give us a phonetic, like... Yeah, break, break it down name, for us because we're excellent. slow. <laughs> it just takes um, us a yeah, minute. Sound it out, like clap it out. <laughs> yeah, we need, you know? that, we need that broken down. I hope just... phonics is where I'm at <laughs> currently. <laughs> Whoa, you're there already? Stop <laughs> it. I'm still working on like mama, baba. No, I'm, I'm moved on to hooked on phonics. you're so advanced. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm sure this place is going to really appreciate their shout out on this episode. That is just absolutely insanity. Uh, Lake Zurich, Illinois. Hey, Lake Zurich. Ooh. I know. It sounded so fancy. I know. My uncle lived in Zurich, Switzerland for a long time. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think I was on a train through Switzerland. Gorgeous. Was going from France to Italy. It is so beautiful. In the middle of the night. That sounds appropriate for someone <laughs> such as yourself. What did you have on board? I'm just kidding. I was... <laughs> 15, 16 oh, years old? Gigapets. That's it. What do they call it? Uh, what? Uh, touch- oh, um, in What's your day. What's a gigapet? <laughs> I'm so old. What was that? Tachigamis? Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi? Taka- what? A taka- <laughs> Stop. It was Excuse called a me? gigapet back when Listeners. I was a teenager do you know what a gigapet is because i don't do. think this is you real guys, it, it's totally real it's called a gigapet a gigapet is that like pre-tamagotchi yes so what? yes so if you were around in 97 i know you barely were born around. in 97 oh jesus um you know what i'm talking about reach out let me feel less alone because there's an age gap who's <laughs> a little one slightly i was a teenager when she was born when I gave birth to her, I was a teenager. <laughs> a teen. this, is, this is my mom. Um, <laughs> That's what we revealed in episode 101. 101, all the secrets are out. Yeah. No, no. Um, I, no, I know her mother, and uh, I can no, attest. She's a great lady. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and she did birth her, not she me. She did. Yeah. Um, I was there. I was not. not. No, no. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um. Sorry. Just in advance. Sorry. They, st- they stopped listening I about know. ten minutes ago. Right. We're good. You even made it through the first fifteen five minutes of this episode. Rock on. We'll see you next week if you're still here. Maybe. Bye. Bye. <laughs>